0: Hello and welcome to the Junk Time Alpha podcast for Round 15 2021. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who has been fired as Richmond's forward coach. It is Adam Rosenbach. Hi, oh, uh, G'day Michael. G'day
1: Junk Timers. Yes, it's uh, disappointing that we start off again. I'm out of a job. Um, geez, I bounce around a lot,
0: don't I? It's two in a row, at least this week, I believe. Is it two in a row? Because yeah. you he he lost the Robo job last week. Yeah, that was tough. And now you've, <laughs> you've lost tough. the Richmond job. Yeah. Are you on job seeker or job keeper, or how does it work now?
1: Oh, I've got a few aliases. I'm getting. I'm getting more. I get more money than Harvey Norman.
0: Yeah, sure. You're collecting more <laughs> welfare than the Snowtown guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I went into the Richmond uh, meeting
1: on Friday before the big game, and I just said, seriously. Two goals, you're only playing the Saints. Two mm-hmm. goals will do it. Mm-hmm. You, I don't reckon you need to do any more than that. You kick three, it's a waste of your energy. Yep. And it turns out St Kilda fucking kicked like six or seven.
0: <laughs>
1: and we couldn't get him over the line. And Dimmer was fucking, jeez, he was filthy at me. He just went me.
0: Um, It's their lowest score since 61, I think. That's incredible. They kicked two goals, 10. Two goals, it was, 10. And then you think about how bad at times Richmond have been. And you still go, yeah. oh, sheesh. And you think about the muddy grounds they would have been playing on the like. Um, but yeah, that was like, wow. Because, I mean, we all remember, like, they're okay, they're, they're fine. They're fine, you know, the last few years. But there were yes, some yes. very dark days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> two goals. I remember. Do you remember? What, oh, fuck, you probably won't. I think it was about 91 or 2 when Carlton kicked, kicked their it. first it goal.
0: Like, like five minutes to go at the yeah, Noble. Like, it was yes. Mark Arseri, wasn't it? Yes, There we well go, done. I did fucking remember because I'm a fucking football fucking genius because yeah. of the, the website AFL Tables that I run. <laughs> Keep yeah. that on the hush. Now, no, you're a genius and it's not
1: like you've got <laughs> lots of time on your hand. You're just a genius.
0: Let me throw down these coins and I'll count them. I'm going to the casino tonight. Has there ever been a, a goalless game? I reckon there Ooh, would have been. Statistically, without I mean, that is a fucking without question without notice. Okay, <laughs> okay. I, I'll, I'll look up very quickly if you can just kind of hum a few... Tunes or something. Lowest well, I thought St Kilda played very well. Now that they've
1: got scores. Paddy Ryder and Rowan Marshall back, they did well together. And not only that, but the Saints are also getting a huge new sponsorship coming up very shortly at the club.
0: It's all turning up roses for the Saints. Very so the quickly, thing is here... Oh, okay. Yep. very quickly? Um, yep, yep. St Kilda in round 17, 1899 mm. Fuck. Um... So Mick Maltas is probably playing with the <laughs> Saints then. <Yep. laughs> St Kilda, one point. Uh, Geelong, 23, 24, 162. And that was at Cario Oval. Fuck, one point. one point. Imagine it was rushed too. Like no one even kicked it. Yeah, that could actually be a fact. Like maybe, you know, maybe yeah. like uh, Geelong were maybe 150 points up and they were mm. heading towards St Kilda go and they're like, nah, mate, just for safety, we've got to protect the lead. <laughs> <laughs> this, is a, this is a handy point
1: <laughs> <laughs> They only need 25 in a row And we're in big trouble That's some poor kicking by Geelong by the way
0: 23, 24, yeah Karaya Oval, okay, could- okay So I wonder if that I'm going to presume that's a completely different Oval To Kadinia Park also, um,
1: too though, that's a fair journey back in eighteen ninety nine. Like you, three days, point.
0: three days thinking about your ship one point game. Because I mean, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have, a, you know, a, a bus or anything back then. So you'd just be like, after the game, and everyone's like, "All right, guys, get in the horse and cart." <laughs> <laughs> it's was like thirty dudes getting yeah, in like, a an horse and cart.
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck. We're staying at Lara tonight. <laughs> yeah, like then, three horses, horses we'll would die back. on the way
0: back. Like <laughs> <laughs> no freeway. <laughs>
1: They probably didn't have a full team because they didn't all make it. Like, they lost a couple to Scurvy in, in um, Avalon <laughs> Gee, on the way down.
0: Fuck, man. You know, teams outside of uh, Victoria complain about travel nowadays. So, <laughs> if you had to go to Geelong, you'd have to yeah. take a week off work. <laughs> you probably, you would have to take time off work though, wouldn't you? Well, I mean, what is an hour for a for a horse? What is an hour for a horse? Um, but I imagine it'd be a longer day. I mean, they talk about back in the day, like you know, some dudes would work in the Saturday morning and then go off and play. You know, work in a butcher shop or whatever. Um, oh yeah. And you then, couldn't do that if you were playing down Geelong, though. you I don't think have had you could. To take no, no. I think you'd have it crossed in the crossed in the fixture. Just like okay, yeah, this is our <laughs> it's three day weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Or <laughs> well, maybe they played it on a Friday night under candlelight but then also, that's the thing though Like, what do you do if it's like a 2pm game? Like, are you staying overnight in Geelong? You'd or have you, to you, Yeah, you have to You'd have to be
1: there on the Friday Stay
0: at the local tavern And, uh, <laughs> uh, what's it called? Um, what are the tab- What's The the Sphinx? Back <laughs> <Like> in <laughs> 1899? <laughs> or Lammies? Back yeah, like in 1899? Well, no, the Sphinx is from like ancient times <laughs> Ah, true but yeah, fuck, man, you think about Lammies, like, had the wild days where, you know, the cats mm. were getting about there. But think about yeah, Lammies back in 1899, I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, mate, the fucking Wild West. I'll uh, we get the, uh, the petrol with the Coca-Cola. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got fucking Cameron Ling senior, senior, senior <laughs> down there. <laughs> was Cameron a name that was around in the 1800s? Was
0: what? anyone called Cameron? Sorry, man, do you want to say that again? Was Cameron a name in the 1800s? Like, Yeah, of course. I mean, everything's been a name. Um, I'm trying to think famous Camerons before Cameron Ling. I can't really think of any. He's probably <laughs> I not, think the, he's the, the most first famous one. Cameron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but his dad would have been standing on the bar at Lammys, just going, "I'm the I'm the Lord Admiral General of Geelong." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's all flying for the Saints. New sponsor.
1: Yeah, so Ed Sheeran, there's an article uh, in the Herald Time this week and they were talking about his love of St Kilda and obviously his love of Michael Gdinski. and Because um, he said he came to a game and said, who's this shit team? And someone said St Kilda he went, right, I'm barracking for them. So he's barracked for them for seven years
0: yeah, and they've been shit through all that. His love and affection for Godinski that he kind of just barracked for the team that he barracked for. Um, and he yeah, was he actually at a game, I think, in the article that he...
1: I believe so, yeah.
0: Yeah, gotcha. But there was a little clincher at the end, of the, and, and this is good news for the Saints fans out there, that he was trying to get Gidinski's company Mushroom to mm. sponsor the Saints. And he yes. said he'd be on board, and he'd chip mm. in a bit as well. Oh, mate, if Ed Sheeran's chipping in, the Saints, mate, they're going to be
1: fucking up and about. They don't need that dare or Deliveroo money anymore.
0: Yeah, what do you think the realities are? That... Uh, if that push came to shove and that actually happened, how much Mm. do you think little Ed might be just shooting (laughs) in there, hey? What if you got –
1: so you know how you've got salary cap and all that kind of stuff? Can you have – if you had a sponsor, say it was uh, Jeff Bezos, jumped on board, and he said, I'm going to give you a club a billion dollars, does that mean you can go crazy? Obviously, you can't play payers outside the salary cap, but then if there's almost no – like if it's a bottomless pit, you can just
0: do whatever you want with the soft cap. I then Can't you? Because it's a soft cap; it's not a hard cap. I don't think there'd be any any rule against that. But isn't the idea that if you pay above, say, five million dollars on coaching, that tax you get taxed? You get taxed. You? Yeah, so that yeah. won't affect you. But I think you could also go crazy with equipment and stuff like that. And you could also probably just throw down a check and say we're going to own the MCG. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, and and our uh, top ten players are all Amazon ambassadors. Ambassadors, if yes. you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, they're doing a lot of very hard work uh, promoting, uh, <laughs> you know, cleaning products and and yeah. and, and, and thriller novels. And TV, yeah, and TV shows on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're an ambassador. This week uh, we're going to have the stars of the marvelous Missel Maisel uh, play in the fold line. It will be great. Hey. Carlton Hawthorne, man, we're
1: up and about. This is a rarity for us in this modern era, Michael, that we're both... Well, it's more a rarity because I don't usually be, um, you know, bringing
0: a win to the table, but this weekend we both had wins. We did, mate. I was actually very enthralled by the game on the weekend because it looked like a bit like the Giants were just going to run over the top of us uh, come quarter time. But then we mm. fought back, showed a little bit of spirit. A few new folks getting out there, young ones. We day, they had a, de- a debutante... Uh, Denver Granger Granger Barras, who actually had to go off in the three quarter time, I think, with concussion, but he shows a bit of something. And they um only discovered that he was concussed. Like one of the one of his teammates was like, "I think there's something wrong with him." Mate. They did. Yeah. They didn't name the player that dirty rat who robbed that guy of his, you know, debut yeah. game. Obviously, and obviously with obviously with the the concussion oh the memories that he'll have um, <laughs> but yeah someone uh, in the huddle said yeah he doesn't look quite right um, but didn't mind a bit of rough and tumble our friend Denver um, yeah he was good Message friend of the show Craig Coombs during the uh, game and he was very keen on Denver when he came on and did the, um, the draft preview last year but um, yep. he was saying once he puts some, um, some weight on he'll be uh, certain to hold down centre half back for a, a long while which is very handy
1: Really happy for you. I'm glad things are starting to look up for and Hawthorne. of so about the, time. I
0: think the 3p 22 23 24 I think is what I'm looking at at this stage. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. What about the baggers though, mate? But we kicked wouldn't be eight surprised goals. If we went early on
1: that one though. <laughs> we kicked eight goals in a quarter. No way. No way. We only kicked we only kicked four for the rest of the ma- three for the rest of the match. Four. Four for the rest of the match, but eight in a quarter. They and I was watching um, uh, access all areas before and they said that's the first time that's the highest score Carlton has put together since 2011
0: no way that's awesome yeah. I admire you for sticking around for a decade like that that is amazing you know that shows your Fuck durability it. you know it it Shows t- how sad I am somehow sadder than you to see eight goals in a quarter jeez I wish I knew what that was like Adam I wish I knew what that felt like
1: <laughs> did you guys
0: put eight goals in a quarter
1: together, though? Mate, like, Hawthorne we're would never no, totally shoot at. Mate, we yeah.
0: fucking smash the shit out of everyone that fucking <laughs> came at us. We just fucking... Yeah. Who do you want to yeah, give good. it to? Cyril, Ruffy, Bruce. Anyway, mate,
1: we're talking about the Blues and yep. how they got up and got a
0: win for Teague. Uh, They did. And it was a bit tricky for David Teague this week. He did it a little bit tough. Well, the review starts at Carlton today. Yeah, yeah. And the previous weekend, I think it was the Monday oh. of the previous week, uh, yep. You guys had a loss, was it gi- uh, to the Giants, I think? Is that correct? It was, yes. Yes, that's where the heat came on. Can you imagine the shock and horror when mm. there was some vandalism, some graffiti at Icon oh, yeah. Park? Is that right? Now, the carton officials were very concerned, and they had mm. cleaners working on it about 5.30 in the morning. So I'm going to presume they came in at night time. Yep. Someone saw it as they were leaving the office. It's probably, you know, Bruce Matheson walking out after telling the board what to do. <laughs> they saw the graffiti on the wall and the herald sun article if you read that correctly it says that they it's it's almost too hot to print they're yeah, not going to they're not going to th- tell us
1: the abuse was so bad, we've chosen not to print the remarks aimed at the under
0: fire teak. I mean, you can't do that, Harold Son. Give us a, Give a tease, us a mate. Gist. Come on. Yeah. I mean, you can do an F-dash-dash, a C-dash-dash. And it's also Absolutely. a little rich of a publication that mm. hires Mark Robinson, who has an office in the <laughs> building. <laughs> he goes, oh, no, that's a bit too far. And it's like, well, that's a bit I've heard that the- Imagine what that guy's saying. So what could possibly be, do you think? Uh, it, uh, directed at Teague I think that j- that's the gist It was like Yes Yeah, yeah. sure Like a Teague So
1: unla- unless it was a personal attack Like it was something about him Then you kind of go Maybe they shouldn't print it But if it was just like Because how bad could it be If you're if you're a supporter What's the worst You're going to say You know Tell Teague to get the fuck out of the club Kind of gist
0: Yeah I figured it would be like A Teague fuck off or something like that Or fuck off Teague You know Yeah Um, Because I mean I don't think you'd say that uh, I don't think it'd be Personal, like if you said, you know, Teague's a C, it's like, well, he's not. Like, yeah, I mean, having said that, I might be underestimating the sophistication <laughs> of the, the writing of the Calton fans yeah. who have done this. The only other way I can think it becomes personal is maybe they were saying, Hey, Teague, in your playing days, you actually had this, you know, lovely blonde hair, and then you stopped mm. dyeing it, and now it's all brown. You're not yeah. as attractive as you used to be. Yeah,
1: well, there is that. You know, his hair looks like, um, you know, when you see like a baby chick. A chicken, mm-hmm. it's got that kind of downy, sort of fluffy, sort of texture to it. Yeah, sure. It looks like if
0: you look back at the old photos, like it wasn't a great uh, what do you call it? Not dye job, like tips, they're more than tips, but the roots were very um, exposed at all times. Oh, I always said he was a natural blonde. No, 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 no. Look back, man. Like he's yeah, right. kind of like a bad dermy. Dermy, would Carlton and best and fairest. Mate, uh, He's a
1: Carlton Best and Ferris. You'd fucking lay off David Teg, man. He's a fucking superstar coach. And if I find out who did that graffiti,
0: and I would love them to tell me what it was. Well, yeah, that's amazing, too, that I'm amazed it wasn't you.
1: No, so, no, I haven't done that. I've put I'm just a brick through a windscreen kind of dude.
0: Yeah, sure. Keep it simple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you yeah, 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 old school so. like that. Yeah, you love the classics.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, leave a leave a bullet in the letterbox yeah, with this, you know, just this little notes little things, and. You know. The note that says the next one's coming a lot quicker. <laughs> <laughs> just little fun things like that.
0: You, you know? know, just a little drive, drive past the house and maybe yeah. just shoot a few bullets through through <laughs> the window, you know. Exactly. Just little stuff, you know, you know, just
1: yeah, simple, you know. Family comes home, fucking pet, hanging, dangling from the veranda. <laughs> you know, just little, little fun things like that. Just, just to remind you to... Be a better coach.
0: Little fun stuff. We chuck a little Molotov through the window <laughs> and just go. Yeah, just yeah, it's good. Good fun. Good fun.
1: Yeah, <laughs> good coaching. Love work. love your work. Keep it up.
0: Hey, yeah, uh, you must be happy though. Crips, mate, signed on. Got it done a lot yeah. earlier than I thought he would actually.
1: Uh, interesting that uh, they gave him six years. I would have thought they would have held off until the review because I reckon the review would say, hey, how about you don't know, sign people for six years who aren't having great seasons and already looked cooked with their body? Yeah, with a broken fucking back though. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, don't, you don't know if it's going to re-break, mate. Six um, years. It's six a long years, time. Which I think they say is about a million dollars a show. But, but, but he's your franchise player. I mean, you've got a few other dudes hanging around, but, like, he's the franchise. Yeah, if, he, if he left, that would be devastating for Carlson. No, it would be.
1: It would be. And also, he said that he took a pay cut so they can um, target other people. So he's, a, he's, a, he's
0: a, a martyr. Good bloke. Good bloke.
1: Yeah. How long... Do
0: we have an idea of, like, how long the review might take? Like is there a,
1: a uh, no? They haven't put a timeline on it because they've gone in today to see that. I guess you, you don't know what the how bad it is in there, and also like Matthew Pavlich can't come over, so he's got to do all his sort
0: of snooping around on Zooms, which oh, is shit house. That's a weird review, yeah, yeah. So actually, it's already it's already a bit shit. You kind of don't really know how much what 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 you might find. I remember listening to a podcast years ago, and there was a guy bought a house, and the uh, electricals were playing up. And he said he was upstairs and there was an electrician downstairs looking through all the, you know, in some crevice where all the wires were. And he was like, he could just hear this. He could just hear from the electrician, what the fuck? What <laughs> the fuck is this? What the fuck? And he just, in his mind, just heard the dollar signs just going up with every <laughs> what the yeah, fuck. And yep. the guy came up to me. He's like, I have no idea who fucking built this shit, but it is completely illegal and completely wrong. <laughs> Dangerous, We've got yeah. to do the whole thing again. And what are you t- suggesting that that might happen at Carlton? Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, they need to get the graffiti problem under under control <laughs> under first control. off. I mean, P- I Pab should actually get exemption from the government yeah. to come over to make that. sure that he, that he stand out the front um, of the Icon Park at all times and check for graffiti. By the way, if anyone wants to go down graffiti Icon Park, I am not encouraging it. But read between the lines. Yeah. <laughs> But
1: also too, like if he's on Zoom, you can just hide stuff out of shot. Like yeah, if there sure. was, you know, if there's a fuck Matthew Pavlich thing written on a whiteboard, he's like, what's on that whiteboard? You're like, what whiteboard? There's <laughs> that one just to the, behind you Go, oh, I can't turn the computer around.
0: Yeah, sure. There's uh, uh, Jack Russell, the fitness guy. Mm. Like he's just out, just off camera, like giving the players donuts. And <laughs> 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 yeah, Pav doesn't know. Saying why bother, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just look forward to the off season. Um, so it's, it's kind of kicking off a bit, isn't it? Though, by the fact that a whole bunch of COVID going on in a whole bunch of different states. Um, yeah. So currently, uh, Rod Carter Studios, you're in lockdown up there. We are. Yeah. It's not a. It's not as strict as the Melbourne lockdown. So I've been going to quite a few parties. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But no, it doesn't have the curfew, and I don't. And it doesn't have the five k thing. It's more like things are shut. Try and stay indoors.
1: It's more of a stay-at-home order.
0: Uh, basically, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, look, I'm, I might, as the Premier, have spent about three months hanging shit on another state because <laughs> they went into the lockdown. Yep. And so I kind of don't really want to do a lockdown because yep, yep. it makes me look, well, I was like a bit of a fucking idiot. So, yeah, so I'm just staying indoors. But But you get to exercise with nine of your closest Oh friends. Yeah, I mean, I hear, hear these things where you hear like, you know, you can have, like, X amount of people at your wedding. It's like, who the fuck would have that many people at a wedding? Or, like, yeah, train it. you can train with nine people. It's like, really? Like, now I've got to outrun nine people? Like, I have no desire to fucking train with nine people.
1: But also, isn't that the idea that you don't fucking interact with that many people?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's always been well thought out and structured, Adam.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Can I tell you a story, though? So, uh, Saturday, so... Gladys did a press conference probably about eleven a.m. Yep, and then I saw she was going to announce another one at two p.m. and um and so I was like, When did
1: you go into lockdown? Was that
0: on Saturday? Uh, or Friday? F- Friday. Okay. Friday was like the semi one. No, I think I think fr- Thursday, Friday maybe was like the eastern um, suburbs particular councils. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh. I think on Saturday, she announced the two weeks. Yeah. Yep. So, as you know, you're well aware, um, mm. Rod Carter Studios is uh, not too far from uh, the old New South Wales Health Building. Yep. Um, uh, well, current, I think. Um, as you know, obviously, we've got have got the statue at the front of Rod Carter. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, I was in here, obviously, doing a bit of research on the Saturday, watching games, um, Uh uh you know working out you know inside 50s from the fat side yeah. from the thin side keep,
1: keep an eye on the arc yeah 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 watching all the behind the goals vision
0: yeah i was i mean that's what i i watch that purely i get a special fee that's all i <laughs> yeah, watch absolutely yeah <laughs> that's yeah. all i watch um i'm working out obviously I do my rankings every week of the top 50 who's uh good inside the shoebox so okay. i do my rankings um, yeah good and i realized that um i figured like oh she She's probably at New South Wales Health, and it's getting close to two pm, um, and that's not far from Rod Carter Studios. And so I was like, I think her press conference is going to not be far from here. Uh, and so I just before two, I went looking for the press conference. Okay, mm-hmm. and I don't really know why I did this. This is a bit facetious of me, but I took some of the recording equipment from Rod Carter Studios So the the kind of the is that right? The recording equipment and the and the microphone. Yeah. And I found the press pack. There's about 30 people. They were at the front of a hospital, uh, which is right nearby as well. Please tell me you pretended you were a reporter. Well, this is what I did. Okay. So, I'm wearing tracksuit pants, like $10 Kmart shoes, a T-shirt that I sleep in, and a baseball cap. And I find the press pack. And... I don't really know why I did this but I wasn't I genuinely genuinely wasn't going to do anything I I wasn't going to do anything although if I did actually call out a question my question would be excuse me um, Madam Premier um, we're standing at the front of a hospital that their COVID vaccination times okay are from 8am to 3pm Monday to Friday how is that fucking convenient to any human with even a fucking part-time job
1: I reckon you should have asked her if she reckons Buddy will get to a thousand dollars (laughs) this year (laughs) How um, great would that be if you asked a dumb question for the Junk Time podcast? It's actually a really good point. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: look, Matt Premier, um, Obviously, with Dan Hanbury uh, hasn't done much for St Kilda. <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> um. And so I, I kind of stood at the back of the press pack. Were you recording? I was recording. I have like about a one minute twenty recording. Where I might even put it up at the end if you can, he- you can actually hear me talk but you can't really hear much. And also, because it was outdoors, you couldn't really hear much. Like, okay. you could you could hear them talk, but you couldn't really hear a great deal. Obviously, it's better on the TV. Um, and so I was just standing at the back of the press back, and um, I uh, just was kind of holding the mic out, and I actually had half a headphone on uh, ABC iview, so I was actually watching the press conference as it yep. was happening, because I was curious about what she was saying, um, how many people I get to train with. So I'm holding out the microphone... <laughs> And this is standing there for about five minutes. And and then someone in plain clothes rocks up to me and uh, flashes their police badge and says, Are you meant to be here, mate? And I go, oh, no, I'm just mucking around. <laughs> 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 oh, I fucking love it. The fucking jacks are on to you. I fucking laugh for 10 minutes solid, I reckon, as I was walking down the street. Like, I was wearing a mask, but people are going, why is that fucking crazy guy just hooting yeah. and hollering? It made me laugh so much. Now, he might have been AFP, which would be even better. I didn't get a great yeah. look at the badge, but I found it hilarious yeah. that a guy had come up and flashed my flashed a badge at me. And did he just say fuck off or go or you can't be here uh, by the time I said I'm just mucking around man I was yeah. already out of there <laughs> I was putting the stuff <laughs> back <laughs> in my bag I was like I'm not hanging around and I wasn't doing anything illegal and I genuinely wasn't there to be a prankster although I yeah, reckon, yeah. I, I talked to a guy actually he actually has worked quite a long time with the chaser guys um, yep. and so he knows the ins and outs of how they do their pranks and the like um, and he said he said, first off they would have known that you're not well, well you're wearing tracks of the pants and <laughs> <laughs> you know you're not a journalist. <laughs> you look like you Just rolled out a bit. I I really did, and um, and he said, you know, the same press people are following from. They probably, you know, they've been at the same press conference for years. Um, so he's like going, "Who's this?" And so I think he just came up thinking, "This could be a a bit bit like today, the weirdo who, um, claimed he created Earth." You know, wandering up like I think they keep an eye out for that kind of stuff. So, um, I'd give him a bit of time if he created Earth. Yeah, some good um, benefit of that, guys. Come on.
1: Yeah, well, no, that's some, you know uh, that's on the press to not ask him when,
0: how. Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. Where'd you get the parts? You know, there's a lot of questions you got to ask of the man who created Earth. Um, and also, my the friend said, um, he said, uh, what they found was just as soon as they asked you to leave, to leave, so you're not trespassing. Yeah. But again, I was, I was, um, and I talked to another guy who's a long time worked in kind of, journo stuff, and he was saying that I was on not that i was going to kick it up but i was actually i was at the front of a public hospital so i'm not really trespassing you know i'm on yeah you're allowed to be there yeah yeah but i think if i call this up trouble which i wasn't going to do but jeez it made me laugh oh god fuck it would have been great if you got shot <laughs> You know, like the guy's just going, oh, "I,
1: I, sent a, a hostile man here. Yeah, a, yeah. a crazed, a crazed person. Like if he mistook your microphone or the Zoom recorder that you've got and thought it was like a weapon.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. Or he's like, look at him with podcast gear. He's clearly yeah. a fucking psychopath. He's making a <laughs> podcast. Yeah, what kind of loser does that?
1: He's an idiot. Uh. Mate, we're never going to see Nathan Buckley ever again. Everyone thought that he was going to go straight into the commentary box, but Channel 7 have come out and said, Mate, we've got no space. We
0: can't fucking fit Bucks in our team. Well, you think about it, actually. They actually don't really have much space. You can't just keep on adding people every year. Because, you know, with every year, there's another one or two retirees who, like, go, Hmm, maybe wouldn't mind getting into the media. But they said, Kerry Stokes, the owner of Channel 7, said that, they already have Australia's best commentary team. And you, could, you know I find amazing? He said that with a straight face. I'll tell you what. That's <laughs> he it didn't it laugh <laughs> for 10 minutes after he said that. I mean, if, some, if someone should be doing a prank at a press conference, it should be that guy. <laughs> yeah, Stokes, he loves a laugh. <laughs> um, so it's not a walk-up start for Nathan. Mm. But uh, that's not to say that uh, Fox Footy... I mean, we don't know if this is what Bucks wants to do, but yeah. I'm sure Fox Footy would be sniffing around, through rw Triple M, SEN, all of them.
1: But I, I, get, I suppose that's for next year. Like, I can see why they wouldn't fit him in at the moment um, because, like you say, they, they've oh, got yeah. their team and so they can, you know, adjust stuff. But here's, here's the thing, Channel 7. Uh, maybe um, you don't need Joe Watson. Just putting it out there.
0: Sure, sure.
1: For a man who went to a, um, a private school, his grasp on English is exceptionally woeful.
0: Yeah, okay, gotcha. You don't like him, do you, hey?
1: Uh... Not particularly, no. I no, feel like I it's a bit interesting Job. for Job
0: to be doing it by the fact... And he's not every week, right? Am I right? He's not like... He kind of pops no, in. No,
1: no, he's not on all the time, no.
0: Yeah, by the fact... I find I found it surprising when he started doing it by the fact he's a man who kind of openly, you know, fell out of love with the game. And so yeah. I find it interesting that he's back there doing it. But, you know, each their own, you know. Um, you know, those um, um, peptides don't pay for themselves. So <laughs> That's true.
1: And they should introduce the, the the thing underneath him should say former Brownlow medalist. Ah, that's nice,
0: that's nice. you know just to remind people of the good times. So Bucks did channel seven in 2008, and he's kind of had a gap year between playing and coaching. Yeah. Um, oh, did he do 2009? No, he was there at 2009, yeah, that's when they did the handover, although well, they just announced the handover.
1: so he did have a year out of
0: yeah yeah he did coaching uh, in 2008 to, oh, like yeah. of everything okay, yeah. maybe did 3 AW or something then as well. Um, yep. because he's on the commentary for the um 08 oh grand final. Uh, you know what would be great for is if he if he took Mick Malthouse's spot at ABC. That would be a lot of fun. No, no, That'd no. The ABC announces that in yeah. two years' time, yeah, <laughs> they yeah. would take over. How good would that be? Just, just to make Mick just a little bit
1: more fucking grumpy.
0: <laughs> Football in real life, Adam? Hit me. We've got a couple of footballers from Blake. Uh, On Friday night, I was out to dinner with my girlfriend at a Mexican restaurant in St Kilda. In brackets, I'm doing very well. We'd Mm. finished our meal and went up to the counter to pay when a large figure came up beside me and despite his face mask, I recognised him straight away. It was none other than North Melbourne's former rock down back, Michael Ferrito. There you go. He was there with his partner and was asking at the counter for a table or two. uh, For two. The restaurant was quite full and he did not have a booking.
1: Oh, come on, it, You've got to have a booking, mate. it.
0: You just can't. Who do you think you are just fucking wandering in? And in this climate, too, like where, you know, restaurants aren't at full capacity. Like, you're not thinking. You're yeah. not thinking, mate. Uh, the waiter off- offered him a table outside in the cold, to which he hesitated, and I interjected and said, we were just about to leave, and offered our table. He oh. thanked me and my girlfriend, and we went on our way. After I saw him, I checked out his Wikipedia page to find his nickname was The Mexican.
1: Well, there you go. Because you know, Ferrito rhymes with
0: taco, tortilla. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> in the week before Christmas last year, again from Blake, I was out having a few drinks. I think you find it's called a few froths uh, in Richmond on a sunny afternoon with m- sunny afternoon with my girlfriend and some friends. Uh, after a few drinks at the bar, we walked up to the tram stop on the corner of Church Street and Swan Street. While I was waiting at the tram stop, I noticed a couple of familiar faces coming towards us. There was a group of three men, of which I recognised Mitch Robinson and Brad Hill. How are those two together? That's a good question. So, yeah, they didn't haven't crossed over at any particular team, have they?
1: No, no, because Robbo was with Carlton and obviously now with Brisbane and then Brad Hill was with you guys and then Frio and now St Kilda.
0: I feel like Mitch Robertson would be the type of guy who'd kind of be mates with everyone. Like, he obviously plays hard on the ground, but I think everybody would be like, yeah, I'll go and play computer games with Mitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe they're, maybe they're uh, Twitchers. Yeah, maybe they're Twitchers. Mm. They look like they'd also been out having a few drinks. I discreetly discreetly informed my girlfriend, a mad Saints supporter, and immediately regretted that decision as she walked towards them yelling Brad Healer's name. She told Brad she was a Saints fan and he was really nice and gave her a hug and then offered me a hug, uh, probably after seeing the embarrassment on my face, and I hugged him too. This is lovely. It's a beautiful story. It Uh, is. And this is Melbourne, round about Christmas time. So just before Christmas, yeah. So Melbourne's about... A week from a lockdown <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Brad then pointed out The third man in the group Is none other than St. Ben Long My girlfriend called out to him To which Ben replied Nah, fuck you." Yeah, in a jovial <laughs> manner In a jovial manner As she hadn't recognised him immediately
1: Oh, that's I love Heartwarming
0: it. Heartwarming footballers in real life It's beautiful We're going to hit the road I've got a press conference to hit too uh, <laughs> We add chunk time out for Pod At Gmail, Twitter, Facebook And the gram There you go 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 Blues oh.